Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Okay, excuse me. Hello, everyone. Um, It is um, the Sabbath, um, December 18th, 2021. We have a um, new teaching and it's called um, Being Humble or Learning Humility. Um, I just want to give everybody uh, a a bit of a heads up. Next week, we will be starting the profits and um, going into, you know, who, what, introducing the profits and letting you know who said what prophecy, giving you information about the major prophets, minor prophets. We're going to be diving into prophets. And then we'll um, talk a little bit about the apostles, probably just the um, the prophets right now. Because like I said, in January, excuse me, 2022, we'll be starting the Bible. Now I wanted to, I wanted to just to give you a little bit of information. I want to do the prophets because prophecy is unfurling right now. And it's very important to know prophecy so that you understand and are able to discern what you are witnessing right now. Because we are um, watching prophecy unfurl. We are. So um We will be discussing that next week, and I just want to give you guys a heads up on that so that you know that's what we'll be discussing, and that's important. And, you know, later on, we'll be talking about the apostles and all of that, but um, prophecy for next week. Okay. Now, the teaching is humility, being humble. Now, I have a question. Have you ever took a look at yourself and asked yourself, what would you like to change? or develop to make better? What would you like to um, change about yourself? Your hair, your clothing, your overall look, <clears throat> anything, where you live, you know, who, who you're dealing with, new pet, old pet. Well, how about being more humble, okay? We look at other things and we, we ask for other things, but we don't ask to be more humble. We don't ask to change a piece of ourselves for the better. Um, We don't ask to be more grateful, you know, we don't ask for those things. We ask for physical things, but we don't ask for change within ourselves. And a lot of of, um, things that should be changing is us because um, Yah says that, you know, when, when you're in him, you're a new creature. So, you know, a part of that is humility. Now, we already spoke about the, um, the uh, fruits of the spirit. We did all of that in regards to being that new creature. Um, as we are marching forward into exploring the scriptures slash the Bible, um, with multiple stories and history lessons, um, I'm going to be discussing various topics um to keep up with life's experiences as they connect to the scriptures this particular title is very important as we must stay humble because it is required of us as faithful followers of the mashiach we already know who the mashiach is yahushua hamashiach that's that's who it is okay like i said um the teaching is humility now I want to define humble, and then I'm going to define humility. All right. Humble is having or showing a modest or low estimate of one's own importance. The synonyms of humble is meek, respectful, submissive, self-efficing, unassertive the verb now that's that's an adjective the verb is lowering someone um dignity or important lower someone's lower dignity or importance meaning um not you know um an antonym which is um something different 
is not being so highly thought of yourself or somebody just being um, really, really arrogant and um, putting other people down, you know? Um, a lot of times people throw that word narcissist um, around. So we know from this buzzword narcissist or narcissism that people who think very highly of themselves and don't care about nobody else, actually being a narcissist is, um, really falls in line with the, um, with the DSM-5 in psychology and um, clinical social work. So that's, you know, that's, that's pushing it. But like I say, it's a, it's a buzzword narcissist, but it's actually um, an antonym or the opposite of being humble. So um, why should one be, oh, oh yeah, I did, I did humble and humility. Okay. Why should one be humble? What's the big deal? Okay. Um, it's a big deal being humble because throughout history, Israel has been stiff-necked and narcissist, if you really want to throw the word in. Arrogant, angry, foolish, disrespectful, insubordinate, unsubmissive, over the top, quote unquote, doing too much with everything, overbearing, pretentious, too complicated, too high maintenance, thinking too highly of themselves, like I said, a narcissist. Um, arrogant, boastful, vain. And this is how the world is. So Israel's acting just like the world. And this is why they sin it. And Yah says, don't be that way because the fruit of the spirit is not that. And, you know, you really, you really breaking the law by doing all these things. So you already know Israel been breaking the law back and forth and doing all kinds of stuff. And that's why they in the position they're in. Okay, um, if Yah's not able to talk to you, if you have these spirits within you, Israel, and frankly, Yah is sick and tired of it. Yah's done. That's why it's only going to be a, um, a remnant. And Israel's going, um, a lot of Israel's not going to the next life. We already know that because he said it's only going to be a remnant and he's weeding out the rebels. We, or I will continue to say that throughout the whole time I'm talking to Israel. Simply because that's what y'all says, okay? Um, they too turned up and they too reckless. That's, that's today's words. You too turned up, you're doing too much, okay? All right. The second question is, um, what type of picture does the world paint about being humble? Hmm. Humility is um, equal to being nice. If you ever look up the word nice, the nice, one of the uh, one of the um, definitions of nice is stupid. So nice guys finish last. No one chooses to be humble. It's a sign of weakness. That's what the world is pretty much saying. Humil, um, excuse me. Um, movies and various media media paint pictures that nice is stupid. Actually, that is the definition of of nice. No one wants to be humble. Various influences show us that being humble is stupid you know when you watch a movie and and the nice person the good person something's always happening to them it's always the mean rotten evil person that gets everything they want and the nice person gets nothing if they get a little bit of something at the end that's every movie every everything and now that movies are getting really desensitized with cutting and killing and doing all this stuff nice guys they the ones that's getting run down in the dirt, killed, all of that. So we have to pay attention. And I'm going to do, uh, um, I'm going to do a lesson on discernment and and how the devil fools the whole world. And I I really seriously um, suggest that everybody listen to that one. I haven't done it yet. I already wrote it up, but I will be uploading it up into Spotify so that people can understand and beware. Because the devil is fooling the whole world. And how is the devil fooling the whole world? In every way possible. That's how the devil's fooling. It says in the scriptures, um, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I want to say Revelations 12 and 9, that the devil is fooling the whole world. 
Okay. Okay. Anyway, um, <clears throat> everything, um, everything that's supposed to be nice and humble, um, people are running over. People don't even, people, they don't even respect uh, humility. They don't, they don't respect humility in any way. There are not many people that you know or we know that are humble. People are more untrustworthy, pompous, conceited, elitist, etc. And there's no room for humility because it is considered weak within today's atmosphere. And that's the truth. Remember every day that the days get more, um, every day that a day goes by, it gets more and more evil. And people are not humble at all. And even People who want to be humble, who feel like they want to in their lives, they have their guard up and they're being just like other people. It's kind of like playing a game and everybody's playing the game and you're the only honest one in the game. You're not going to win the game. If everybody's cheating, you're playing a treacherous game. How can you be humble and, and meek in this game? It's it's a double-edged sword. That's why y'all say every day that... Um, Every day that goes by, it gets evil and evil. This is in four Ezra. So this is why y'all shortens the days. These days are short. And if people are not paying attention and they don't see that these days are short, I don't know what to say to them. Because y'all said it. It's in the scriptures. They ain't shorten the days simply for his saints. Anyway. Okay. Hold on. Ugh. Turn this page. Okay. <clears throat> what does the scriptures say about humility? The scriptures have much to say about humility towards your family, especially. And then when you conduct yourselves in the world, this is a part of being a disciplined child of the most high. Notice, um, if you're more humble, you get more done. So, um, and not arrogant, because if everybody's arrogant and everybody's um, demanding what they want, nobody's getting it. Sometimes you have to be humble to get what you want. Now, you might be run over, but <sighs> this is just the way it is. You know, when they say that you can gather bees more with honey than vinegar, everybody wants to be vinegar. You see all them Karens out there thinking that they're so entitled sometimes we a lot of times we can't be like that because if everybody bends then we could all live together then we'll we'll we can have all respect for each other but if everybody's arrogant and narcissistic nobody's getting nothing okay um first peter five and five says Likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another, for Yah opposes the proud and gives grace to the humble. So you know how Yah, Yah likes a humble person. I mean, that's a part of the, of the fruit of the Spirit. Luke 14 and 11 says, for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. These are scriptures telling you to be humble. Now, I know the world says one thing and the world is showing you one thing. But remember what Yahushua said. He already know that the world's evil. And don't worry about it because he's overcome the world. And he said, if you are a friend of the world, then you're not his friend. So we, we need to look, use discernment. And it, I could keep quoting the scriptures. He said, come out of her. Come out of her, my children. The world is evil. Come out of her. And, and I, I want to specify what I mean by that. It don't mean go live in Timbuktu. You can stay right where you are and come out of her mentally. You don't have to be around these heathens. You don't have to. Take yourself out of the equation. That's what he's talking about because it's all over the world. Where are you going to go? Okay. Proverbs 3 and 34. Toward the scorners, he is scornful. 
but to the humble, he gives favor. Now, I want to I wanna explain to you who's writing these scriptures because it's important who these people are. Peter is the rock that Yahusha built his church on, okay? Proverbs is from Solomon. He was the one with the most wisdom ever before he was born and after, okay? Luke is somebody in the New Testament. Proverbs, like I said, was written by Solomon. James the just, that's Yahshua's brother. Those are the ones who was, um, they was, they partook in the mysteries that Yah gave them. So that's how important they were. So, and Matthew was also there, one of the um, apostles. So, like I said, James 3 and 13, who is wise and understanding among you by his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. So they're asking you to be humble. Now, wisdom cannot come to you if you are not humble. Wisdom is a spirit. We already discussed that and I will continue to remind everybody that it is. Matthew 23 and 12, whoever exalts himself will be humbled and whoever humbles himself will be exalted. Now, I read that um, also in Luke. When Matthew, Mark, and Luke was together, um, they reported, remember, everybody was assigned to different um, areas of the world. They reported this stuff that was... Um, that Yahusha did, they recorded it, they reported it, reported and recorded. And a lot of times they had the same thing to say. It's kind of like when you have a bunch of people that witness a car accident. Now they're gonna pretty much say the thing, but it won't be in the same words or the way that they um, interpret it may be a bit different, but you will pretty much get the gist. Well, that's, that's what this is. So Matthew and Luke recorded that. Okay, Paul, Paul is the um, apostle to the Gentiles, and there are a lot of books gathered and put into the Bible that Paul wrote. He is the apostle to the Gentiles, but he was a Pharisee in the line of Benjamin, one of Yasharel, and he wrote Romans, and Romans 12 and 16 says, live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, arrogant, but associate with the lowly, humble. Never be wise in your own sight, okay? Titus two, 3 and 2, to speak evil of no one, to avoid quarreling, to be gentle, and to show perfect courtesy toward all people. Now, where you see that at? You don't see that nowhere. You don't see that nowhere. You don't see um, being humble and nice and all that to anybody. You don't see any of that anywhere. But this is how y'all want you to be. And of course, you're going to get knocked on your behind when you do do that because people are going to feel like you're stupid and, and you're a pushover and they can run over you. Nevertheless, that's what y'all want. Your job is to be that way. Remember, the world is going their own way and they're going to hell in a handbasket with some gasoline drawers on, okay? That's where they're going. Now, Matthew 20, 26 to 27 said, it shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. And whoever would be first among you must be your slave. Now, what does that mean? It means if you want to be a leader, First, be a follower. Learn how to be a follower before you a leader because followers have a lot of responsibility and so do leaders. But if you can't be a follower, then you cannot be a good leader. So that's what that means. 2 Corinthians 10 and 1, another Paul writing. I, Paul, myself, entreat you by the meekness and gentleness of the Mashiach. Now he is talking to you He's talking about Yahushua, how Yahushua was gentle and, and uh, meek. And I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna talk about this after I finish. I am humble when face to face with you, but bold towards you when I am away. Let me tell you about Yahushua. 
when Yahusha was up on that mountain and the devil came to him and was trying to tempt him three times, Yahusha, now they was battling with the sword of the word, but Yahusha, just like the devil said, um, he said something about going up on the mountain and if he fell, the angels will come down here and swoop down. Now, let me tell you about Yahusha. Remember, Yahusha is the most high in the flesh. If Yahusha would have ordered anything, if he would have ordered anything for those angels, everything would have been wiped out. But Yahusha was humble and meek. Sometimes when you're the big man on campus, you should be humbling me. Just because you could beat the whole world and the whole campus does not mean you should. Just because you could does not mean you should. And the most powerful should be the most weak because they can do um, damage. That's what you should be doing. You should be humbling me. And like I said, you get more from y'all when you're humbling me. You ain't getting nothing when you um, arrogant and, and haughty. First Peter 3 and 8. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Okay? You need humility. You need humility to, to keep you in line. You need it to keep you in line. Okay. What does the most high say about being humble now we we already said what the scriptures say now we're going to ask what the most high says about being humble okay all right psalms 149 and 4 for yah takes pleasure in his people he adorns the humble with salvation Okay, now these are Old Testament. A lot of this that I wrote is Old Testament. And if it's not Old Testament, it's from Peter, the rock. James, the brother of um, Yeshua, James the just, or Paul. A lot of times, Paul wrote, Paul, Paul wrote a lot of Sefer papers. And like I said, the... Um, the Gentiles slash heathens put the papers together to go in the Bible. And then they continue to manipulate, manipulate, manipulate from the first time it was ever written by um, different um, nations. And then from um, the King James version, which King James hired Hebrews to put it together and to translate it. And like I said, and I continue to say in all my lessons, some languages are not translatable into another language so right there there was a little bit of a um a little bit of an issue i'm not gonna say conflict because it's not a conflict it's just an issue because some words are not transferable to another language so that was um uh, um an issue that they had and now every time um those scriptures get translated it's another word we have to look and be careful of that simply because words are power. We already spoke about the word. And who's doing all the translations? Many, if not all, of the translations is from Gentiles or heathens. And remember, Yah did not give the heathens or the Gentiles any of the books. He never showed them no miracles. He never did any of that. He said this out of his own mouth. So we have to be careful. And how do we know? What's real and what's not? The Ruach. First, you have to start reading the word. Then listen to that small voice that's inside you. Allow that small voice to become bigger. Yah talks to you through the word. I don't care if you read or not. You can't decipher what's real and what's not. Once you start reading the word, the Ruach searches the hearts of men to see how determined you are how dedicated you are to Yah, and then the Ruach will deal with you. See, it's not your, it's really not your job to determine what's real or what's not, because Yah said he's going to get his message out to his kids. That's in the book of Enoch, pretty much. I'm not that way, but in the book of Enoch, he says he's going to get the message through anyway. 
no matter what, because when these, when people, when these heathen nations conquered Israel, Yah still gonna get his message out to Israel. It's a prophecy. And he said it, because everything Yah says is a law of command, a precept, everything. So he's gonna get the word out no matter what. Your job is to seek him first, his kingdom and his Robert, excuse me. Seek him first, his kingdom and his righteousness. And then everything else will be added unto you. Yeah, I'm messing up because in my head, I'm thinking so much what to say and my mouth, it didn't get to my mouth yet. That's why. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, so people need to understand that um, being humble and seeking Yah is important. It is. Because if you are continue to be haughty, if you continue to be stiff neck and all that, especially Israel, you're not going to get what you want. And that's to go to the next life. Everybody thinks that the end all and be all is right here. This is it. Like we just meet sacks that just came together for no reason. And, and we just living here and that's it. And we're going to die. That's heathen thinking. Yah is above all. We can't even comprehend what Yah's plans are or anything like that. We just know that we are complex beings. Can you imagine us being as complex as we are from um, the, the beginning of your birth? How a sperm and an egg could come together and make, make a human being. How complex that is. And how you came about, how you live a certain um, time and whatever you did in your life and whatever you accomplished, if you accomplished amazing things, how important and delicate life is to just walk around and say, oh, it's nothing. We just meet sex. We came here and now we leaving. That is the dumbest, the most ignorant thing that somebody could ever think. The most high is just as complex as the human that he made it, if not more. We cannot wrap our heads around the most high. And he gives us instructions on how to live. And since the first sin came and evil was in the root of man and grew until today, we have to be focused on y'all even more. There are scriptures that say we have to seek him 10 times more because times are so evil. There's so many influences. The devil is fooling everybody. And when I say everybody, I mean everybody. Hebrew, heathen, Gentile, Israel, everybody. He's fooling everybody. And nobody seems to um, think about that. Nobody seems to think that's a problem because everybody is distracted. Everybody is distracted. So we need to start paying more attention. We need to be more in the word. We need to be more like Yahusha. That's how we need to be. Now, like I said, Yahusha could have wiped this whole world clean if he wanted to. He could have. And as a matter of fact, throughout the Old Testament, two times just yes said, um, to Moses, I'm going to wipe these people in. That's it. I'm going to get them. I'm getting them. And Moses begged and pleaded, please don't. In the um, in the wilderness, Yah wiped out thousands of Israel, thousands, because they were stiff-necked and they were haughty, and they continue to be like the heathens from day one. They was they want to be like the heathens. Day one, they wanted to be like the heathens. Oh, no, we want a king because they got a king. We want one. Oh, no, we don't want to listen to you, y'all, because we might die listening to you. You too holy. So we want, you know, we want, give us a king like everybody else. So y'all gave him a king. No, we don't want to hear from you. Let, let somebody else hear from you, and then they'll tell us. Then he started um, putting the prophets together. Then they didn't like what the prophets said, and they started killing the prophets. Israel is something else. We already know the rest of the um, the rest of the world is heathens. We already know that it says that in the scriptures. So what Israel want to turn around and be heathenistic just like the rest of the world? 
That's why Yah said, I'm going to go to a foolish heathen nation and I'm going to go to them and I'm going to make you jealous. That's what he said. I mean, it's been a fight since day one with Israel and Yah. It's been a fight. Just back and forth. It's like a father with his unruly child that he's trying to get right and walk straight. This is what he's doing all the time. And he's saying, you know what? You don't want to listen. I'm going to make your life hard as hell. I'm going to make it hard. And as a matter of fact, I'm doing a lesson and I'm on the third one. I'm doing a lesson on um, Yahuda, but it goes for the whole Israel. But I, I concentrated it on Yahuda because Yahuda is scattered. And this is exactly what I'm talking about. Why they're not humble, why they continue to be hard-headed, stiff-necked. Yah is doing all kinds of stuff to Yahuda. They're doing all kinds of stuff to one another. They're doing stuff to other people. They're doing all kinds of stuff Yahuda is, and Yah is spanking them all kinds of ways. This is why somebody could walk down, this is what President Poitras said, he could walk down Fifth Avenue and kill one of Yahuda and nobody say nothing. This is why. And Yah is spanking Yahuda and Israel, spanking them where they are, sprinkled all over the world. He is spanking them down to the ground. When he says only a remnant is going to come of Israel, only a remnant. Now, I cannot explain to you how um, devastating and how horrible that is simply because Yah told Abraham that you're going to have children that's going to be um, innumerable. You're not going to be able to, they're going to be like the sand of the sea. Can you count the sand that's sitting on the beach? From that to a remnant. Just imagine it. And this is how much sin has abound. Sin is everywhere and in everybody. And this is why Yah said, he said a whole bunch of stuff about children because we, as human beings down here, we're going to mess up. We're going to mess up. But the focus, what your job is to focus on him and be the best that you can because sin abounds everywhere. You have no choice because you're being tripped up. It's just like I said, if you're playing a game and everybody at that game is cheating and you're the only honest one, you're not going to win. There's no way that you can even get ahead if you don't cheat. There's no way. So y'all understands that because he already did this before the foundation of the world. But he's saying, focus on me. I know the physical part of you, the fleshly part of you is going to fall down. But I already chose you before the foundation of the world. So you do the best that you can, and I'm going to handle that. But these other people, no. They already not going to the next life. So just like I don't really like using John 3 and 16. A lot of people use that, but they really don't understand where it's coming from. And John uh, 3, 16 says, for Yah uh, so loved the world that he gave his own um, only begotten son. So... When you start really learning the scriptures, you'll know that that's not for everybody. So that's why my favorite scripture is <laughs> seek ye first your kingdom and my kingdom and my righteousness, simply because John 3, 16 is not for everybody. And in religious sects, S-E-C-T-S, it's hard for me to pronounce that word, and um, traditional uh, sayings, the first thing they say is, so through John 3, 16, for God so loved the world. I'm just using the pagan words. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, Jesus. Pagan words I'm using because this is what they say. First of all, each, now I already told you that Yah made sure that his children knew what was happening. He made sure, remember, when they got conquered, the last Roman um, conquerors, when they got scattered and Greece and Rome and did all that stuff to, um, to Israel, um, now it was already foretold a prophecy through Enoch, the scribe of righteousness, okay? Enoch was the seventh, seventh of the generation. Seven, seven 
There's millions of generations now. But Enoch was the scribe of righteousness and he wrote the prophecy straight from Yah's mouth that my children's gonna be scattered. But when the heathens stop um, hiding the books and start putting the books out, my children's gonna get the word and they're gonna be astonished and they're gonna be happy because they're gonna know exactly what's happening. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Those people that's in the word and they start um, receiving the ruach because y'all say he's going to pour out his spirit and people going to be prophesying, doing all that. How is that done? By the ruach. I already told you the ruach's job is to search the hearts of men, find out if they're ready. When they are ready, they'll be able to be in the spirit. Let he who has an ear hear what the, uh, the ruach is saying. Hear what the spirit is saying. How can you hear what the spirit is saying and you still fleshly? Once you start hearing that spirit, you're going to get all kinds of information. Trust and believe me when I tell you. Praise your hallelujah. Each one of those books, even though a Gentile in the New, I'm talking about the New Testament, each one of those books in the New Testament, even though they put those um, books together and uh, gathered all of Paul's writings, you will still be able to decipher what's going on if you got the Ruach. And like I say, each book is for different people because when you will understand, when we start getting to the New Testament, that Yahushua sent the apostles out for different to different lands for the children of Israel being sprinkled in the different lands because the prophecy is that Yah said he was going to send Yahuda out in different lands and ships. If you don't believe that, please go to what's happening with you, Judah. I'm reading it straight from the scriptures, word for word in the scriptures. So Yahusha is sending the apostles out to all the lands where uh, Yahuda is sprinkled. And to this day, even Israel is sprinkled because, you know, people's moving all over everywhere. He already knows who his children are. He knows your spirit. He don't care about this flesh moving back and forth. This is why the flesh and the spirit war. I already went through that too. Because the flesh is being ruled by the devil. This is why we all fool. But trust me, y'all got a hold of everything because he's always in control. He controls every spirit. He is the father of spirits. And the devil is doing his job. Trust me. The devil is not doing nothing without asking y'all nothing. Trust me. He's not doing nothing. He's not overstepping. He's not doing nothing without the most high. Because in the book of the vision of Paul, y'all says every spirit listens to me except for man. And this is why man is going through the things they're going through. Because they listen to the devil and the devil's job is to get you. That's his job. Every spirit's job is to handle you and get rid of you. That's, that's the job. No matter what their own personal thing is, Yah's on top of everybody. Okay? And even though we got a quote unquote um, free will, <laughs> technically it's really not a free will because Yah already did this before the foundation of the world. He already knew all of this stuff. Just like he told Jeremiah, before you was in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew everything you was going to do and I still let you come forth. That's what everybody Y'all made everybody for a purpose. That's what, that's the most high, okay? He made everything for a purpose. There's no such thing as willy-nilly by chance. Oh, we just meet sats, we doing whatever and we die. That is the stupidest thing you can ever think of. And a lot of quote unquote smart, human carnal smartness, that's what they think. And this is why y'all said he gonna send the very, um, and I'm just a loosely translation. He gonna send the stupid people to confound the wise because the spirit is going to be in the dumb people and they're going to confound the wise, make the wise people sound, look and sound real stupid with real truth from the Ruach. So don't worry about trying to be, you know, um, like the world because y'all got a little something, something for the world. Oh yes. It's a whole bunch of, um, whole bunch of prophecies that haven't come true yet. And it's a bunch of prophecies that's unfurling right now. And this is why we need to get into prophecy because the devil is fooling the whole world every minute, every second that the day goes by and we're not going to play. Okay. 
And Yah is allowing the devil to fool the, fool the world. That's in Revelation. That's the revelation of Paul, I mean, excuse me, of John, Yachanan, his real name, from Yahusha. Yahusha is telling Yachanan all of the stuff that's happening. And it's unfurling right now before our eyes. So we have to understand. We got to be in Yah's will at all times. Our jobs, everybody's job, except for those who can't hear Yahusha, because Yah say if you Yahusha say if you can't hear me, you don't understand what I'm saying. That you're not you're not mine. So that's not our problem. Israel's focus and their job is to seek Yah, to turn from their wicked ways, to seek His face, to repent, and do what they must do on this earth so that they could graduate to the next life. That's Israel's job. We shouldn't be looking at nobody else. We shouldn't be um, worried about nobody else. Like Israel always been worried about other people, always want uh, what other people wanted, always coveted, always did all this. This is why Israel gets what they get. It's very unfortunate. It's terrible, but this is what it is. You know, this is just what it is. It's terrible. So, um, okay. Hold on one minute, and then I'm going to start reading. Okay, okay. The prophet Zephaniah says, Seek the most high, all you humble of the land, who do his just commands, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden on the day of anger of the most high. Now, this right here is a pearl. And I say it's a pearl because he's talking to Israel. Now, this is Old Testament. Everything's about Israel in Old Testament. And when the when the Old Testament prophets is talking to you, they're giving you jewels. Their prophecy is, um, for the most part, there's no expiration date on their prophecy unless what we and we'll be able to tell because they already came true. And that's the that's actually the definition of a prophet. When y'all say you'll know the prophet by when they say what they say and it comes true. Because a lot of times when the prophets say it, between that moment that they say it and maybe a year or two from now, from him saying it, it will come true. If it doesn't, then he's a false prophet. So Zephaniah was a prophet and he's telling you to do your job, okay? Seek the most high. All of you humble of the land, he's talking to Israel, do his just commands because y'all say heaven and earth is going to um, go away, but not my commands. They ain't going nowhere. Seek righteousness. What did I say? My favorite uh, scripture is seek ye first my kingdom and my righteousness. That's my favorite. Seek humility. Be humble. Why are you being haughty? Why are you doing all that? You just right in the devil's lair, honey. Okay, the devil does his job 1,000%. Yes, he does. Okay, these spirits that roam around here and cause havoc, they doing their job. They do what they told to do. And that's what they supposed to do. Okay, perhaps you will be hidden in the day of anger of Yah. Now, what's the day of anger? Revelation tells you that he's going to be doing all kinds of stuff. Causing fires, floods those um, scorpions to be stinging people and doing all that kind of stuff. It says stuff about scorpions in Revelation. All of this stuff that goes on, yes, you need to be humble and seek him so that you, in the day of Yah's anger, will be hidden. And what does that mean? That means he's going to overlook you because you're going to the next life. Everything that, when y'all come and start doing all kinds of stuff, because he's doing it now, is going into it. When he really start tearing this world up and getting it ready for the new one, when he really start tearing it up, the expectation for Israel is that they will be sinless. Yeah, because he's getting to them now. And if you don't believe that, go to Matthew 24 or Luke 21. It tells you it's connecting the dots of what needs to happen before Yahushua steps his foot down here. That's why I keep saying it. Matthew 24 and Luke 21. Now, okay, another thing is um, 
Psalms 147 and 6. And it says, the most high lifts up the humble and he casts the wicked to the ground. Mm. And that's what he's going to do. So, you know, there's, this is what I said before, and I'll, I'll continue to say it when I need to. At the throne of Yah, and this is in book of Revelation, at the throne of Yah are four beings and they got eyes all over their bodies. One of them is a wheel and a, the, the, one of them is, one looks like a human and other two look like animals and they got eyes everywhere. Yah sends them to the four corners of the earth to look at everything. Now tell me that's not the ultimate technology. He sends them to the four corners of the earth to look at everything and everything is being taken note of. So what is Yah telling his children? He's been telling them from the foundation of the world. He's going to lift up the humble. He's going to cast the wicked down to the ground. How many, excuse me, how many times do Yah have to tell you to get yourself together? Get it together. Now, Jeremiah, who's a major prophet, he says, thus saith the, thus saith the most high. Let not the wise man boast in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man boast in his might. Let not the rich man boast in his riches. Be humble, fools. Be humble. So we know that we have to be humble. That's one of our jobs. One of our jobs is to be humble. Psalms 138 and 6 says, for though the most high is high, he regards the lowly, which is the humble, but the haughty, he knows from afar. He don't know the haughty, okay? He don't care nothing about the haughty. And the haughty is arrogant, narcissist, like I said, haughty. He's using old words. So we know that y'all's not paying attention to those uh, wicked men. They wicked because they being led by the devil. Mark 10 and 25, excuse me, 45, and this is the New Testament. For even the son of man came not to serve, excuse me, not to be served, but to serve. Let me say it again. For even the son of man, and that's Yahusha in the flesh. Yahusha, now when we get into the New Testament, you're going to see stuff interchangeably in regards to Yahusha. It's going to say the son of Yah, and it's going to say the son of man. And it's interchangeable, which is a mystery, because Yahusha, as the son of man, came through Mary and was a physical being. Yahusha, the son of Yah, the most high, is the most high in the flesh. Now, it's the same being, but it, they use it interchangeably simply because he came in the flesh. And we'll also be discussing why it's that way. But I will say it this way. It's a mystery right now until we get into it. Mark 10 and 45 says, for even the son of man came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And that's important because I already told you, Yahusha said that we are his friends, that he gave his life for his friends. So that's important. Luke 1 and 52 says, he has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. So he's going to lift up the humble. He's not going to leave them like this world is. A lot of times the people of Yah are not going to um, be of high esteem here, meaning they're not going to be rich. They're not going to be um uh people of big influence of the world they're not gonna be all that because this is the devil stuff right now remember the devil is the prince of this air he is the roman lion that um roams around seeking who, who he may devour so this world is ruled by him since adam gave his power away in the beginning this is the result of it all evil, all reckless, all stiff neck, 
all narcissism, all everything you could think of. And it gets worse and worse with all this sinful acts in every way, sexual sin, all kind of demonic acts every day. Things that we just don't even pay attention to or don't even notice until it comes into the spotlight. Yah is saying, come out of her because I already know it's going to be evil. Come out of her and you do what I told you to do, what I instructed you to do. So when I come down here and wreak havoc on all the heathens, then you're going to be set aside to go to the next life. And that's basically what he's saying. Now, I may be able to get away with the rest of this lesson without having two lessons. So let's just keep going. Psalms 49 and 4 says, for Yah takes pleasure in his people and he adorns the humble with salvation. Okay, that's Psalms 49 and 4. Matthew 11 and 29 says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly, humble, this is Yah saying this, in heart and you will find rest for your souls. What do Yah say? Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. That's what he's telling you. You seek him. His kingdom and his righteousness, because there's a whole bunch of stuff in his kingdom and his righteousness is Yahuwah. I mean, Yahusha, Yahusha got a whole bunch of stuff for you. When you seek him and, and seek him and he, he's going to have rest for you. He's going to have all kinds of stuff. Because right now we already know that um, uh, Israel got trauma. Israel been, been traumatized since the last Roman rule. Israel been traumatized in every single way. Y'all is saying, here, find rest in me. Find rest in me. And even you Gentiles, we know that this whole world, the devil's wearing everybody down and Yah's allowing it. But for Israel, they've been traumatized. They just walking around on nerves. That's what Israel's doing. They don't even know what to do. First Peter 5 and 6, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of the Most High, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you. Who is Peter talking to? Israel. Peter's the rock. Yahushua said, I'm going to build my rock on you, Peter. And Peter is a prime example of Israel because Israel was stiff-necked, haughty. They didn't listen. Peter didn't listen to nothing Yahushua said. <laughs> but Yahushua loved him anyway. Yeah, Peter is something else. And he was the, uh, the leader of the apostles. So if he's telling you to humble yourself, he's talking to Israel. Y'all already know Israel um, has trauma, but y'all already warned Israel in the beginning. Either you listen to my laws, precepts, statutes, and commands, or you're going to have a hard life. And if you don't believe that, look in the Levitical, look in the book of Leviticus for the Levitical laws and look in the book of Deuteronomy with all the laws for Israel. The 610 laws, then he condensed them, condensed them to 10 laws and they still didn't listen to that so the curses come right with the uh with the commands if you don't listen to my commands i'm gonna have curses that's gonna follow you they're gonna chase you down they're gonna knock you upside your head they're gonna take your children they're gonna do this they're gonna do that they're gonna make the females bold now who is israel Psalms 25 and 9 said, he leads the humble in what is right and teaches the humble his way. Okay, this is Old Testament. Colossians 3 and 12, put on then as Yah's chosen holy ones and beloved compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. We're supposed to be like Yahusha while uh, we're here. We're supposed to be following Yahusha. You see anybody following Yahusha? Nobody. James 4 and 10, humble yourselves before the most high and he will exalt you. Psalms 138 and 6, for though Yah is high, he regards the lowly, which is humble, but the haughty, he knows from afar. And I believe I've read that already, but you need to know that. Okay. Now, I'm almost finished with this. So I'm going to go ahead and 
So we probably don't have to do a second part. I will continue to read this and then I'll tell you what's next week and what's out, what is for homework. Zephaniah 2 and 3, seek Yah, what, seek Yah, all you humble of the land. I already read and I'm gonna read it again. Who do his commands, seek righteousness, seek humility. Perhaps you may be hidden in the day of the anger of Yah. Deuteronomy 8, 2 and 3. And you shall remember the whole way that Yah, your Elohim, has led you these 40 years in the wilderness that he might humble you, testing you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandments or not. And he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know nor did your fathers know that he might make you know that man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the most high. Who is he talking to in Deuteronomy? Well, we already know the Old Testament is the history book of Israel. So Yah is speaking directly to Israel while they're in the wilderness and telling them, I'm putting you through trials and tests so that I can humble you, haughty generation. Now, remember when they, was in, um, when they were in the wilderness, Yah had to get rid of thousands of them because they just wouldn't listen. They refused to listen. I just don't understand. But anyway, he's saying he's trying to humble you. He's feeding you. He's making sure that you listen to him. This is what he wants. He wanted it from the beginning and nobody listened. And this is why it's only going to be a remnant going. Two Chronicles 7 and 14. And this one is for everybody. Everybody. Because remember, Yahusha came and got two flocks. The first set apart part flock, which is the firstborn, which is Israel, and then the Gentiles. So listen to what Paul writes in to, I'm sorry, sorry, this is Chronicles. Chronicles is the Old Testament. Scratch what I said. <laughs> Chronicles is the Old Testament. He's strictly talking to Yasharel, Israel. Two Chronicles 7 and 14. Now, mind you, it's two Chronicles 7 and 14. Those are sevens. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. I'm going to say it one more time. If my people, Israel, who are called by my name, Israel was called by his name, all those names. And uh, just a side note, you know, um, they changed many of the names, the Gentiles and the heathens. So every name is either L in it or Yah. Humble yourselves, my people, humble yourselves and pray and seek my face. And he's saying, seek his face, because the times are evil. This is in the new, uh, this is in the Old Testament, but in the uh, prophet Ezra, he's saying, seek me 10 times more because times is um, evil. He says it in the book of Barak. That's another prophet. And turn from your wicked ways because this world is wicked. Then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. What is Israel doing? Israel still being a bunch of knuckleheads. Do you see this world changing in any way? Do you see anything changing for the better? No. And this is why the prophetic word in Revelation and the rest of the prophets that's talking about end time prophecy that's not in the Bible that we'll be talking about. This is why all hell is going to break loose. And it says it will because Israel will not turn from their wicked ways. Israel will not seek his face. And I'm not talking about all Israel. The remnant is. But for the most part, the sand of the sea is not seeking Yah's face. There's going to be a little bit of pebbles in regards to the sand of the sea. Because Yah said he's only going to have a remnant. 
But for the most part, like I said, Israel's not seeking his face. Israel's still haughty. Israel's still doing whatever they're doing. This is why Israel goes through stuff. Look in the paper. Look on the news. Look on internet news. Look in the media. Something's always happening to Israel. Something is always happening to Israel. And I'm talking about the children of Israel. I'm not talking about the land of Israel because everybody living everywhere now. I'm talking about the children of Israel, the blood relatives, okay, of Israel, the man. What are they doing? Every time you turn around, if they ain't shooting one another, if they ain't doing something, if they ain't messing with somebody from another nation, if they ain't tearing up their own uh, brethren, with, whether it be another man or a woman, they doing all kinds of stuff and y'all is done. He's done. This is why somebody could walk down this block on Fifth Avenue and kill one of um, Judah and it'd be what it is or Israel anywhere. It is what it is. So with that, that is the last um, scripture I am going to say in regards to being humble. Yah is pleading with Israel. Yah has sent his apostles out, Yah being Yahusha in the flesh, has sent his apostles out to give word to both of his flocks because there's some people that ain't going to listen no one way or the other. So it, it, we're not even talking about them. But for the two flocks, your best bet is to listen and do your job. Try to be like Yahusha. Uh, um, listen to the commands. Now, there's, um, there's religious people that say, oh, those commandments wasn't written for us. And for the most part, that is true. But like I said, for the amendments, they weren't written for uh, Judah. They were not written for melanated people, okay? The amendments of the United States, they were not written for them, okay? Um, and um, try breaking them and see what happens. Try breaking them, just like the commands. They wasn't written for um, the whole uh, world. It was written for... Israel, but try breaking them. Anybody, try breaking them. Now, for homework, we're going to, uh, I'm going to send you an intro to the prophets. I'm going to give you a piece of information about the prophets. And these are just the prophets in um, the Bible. There's so many other prophets that I'll give you information on too. But excuse me, for this homework, it's going to be the prophets. It's going to give you a summarization of who the prophets are, when they lived, and how they died. And there's somebody's doing a reading. I'm just going to send it to you. Next week is intro to the prophets. Okay, we're going to do it in order. So when you listen into um, that information to the prophets that I'm going to send you for homework, we're just going to go over that just so I could give you an overview of the prophets because you need to understand about the prophets and what they do and why they were sending messages because Yah is always trying to intercede. Yah is always trying to get his children right. That's what he keep doing. And what do the children keep doing? Whatever they want. And this is why Yah already said from the beginning, it's only going to be a remnant. He said that, he's saying that all in the Old Testament, he's saying that, He's going to reprimand them. He said he's going to a foolish nation. He's doing all that. He said he's reading out the rebels. He's saying this in the Old Testament. Okay? And there's only going to be a remnant. He's saying this in the Old Testament. And Yahushua's backing it up in the New Testament. By going to, you know, because prophecy is being fulfilled. By going to the Gentiles. By being the light of the Gentiles. Yeah. This prophecy, prophetic word was sent out in Old Testament and, and coming to fruition in New Testament and already did. Okay? So we need to know this. We need to understand this. We need to walk in the um, walk in Yahushua's shoes. Walk the way that Yah wants us to do our job. What is our job? To listen to the commands, to walk in his will. We already know life is hard. We already know life is evil. We will be making mistakes, but know that you know that you know that Yah's going to be picking you up as long as you in his will. Clean out your hearts. Walk in his will. 
pray, meditate, find his word so that the Ruach could deal with you and lead you where you need to be going. Because you going on your own in the fleshly way is not going to work. You cannot serve two masters. And we already, we know that since um, in the New Testament, you can't serve two masters. Okay, I'm not even going to go through the whole scripture. You cannot serve two masters. It's not going to work. So it will behoove you, Israel, with a focus on Judah. Get your life together. Find out what your priorities are. Y'all should be number one priority. He should be. That's the first commandment. You should, y'all should be your first uh, priority because he is the foundation that's supposed to support everything you know, everything that you are. He is the foundation and he should be if he's not. So that in the day when y'all starts tearing everybody up, you can be blameless. That is the point. To reprimand Israel first so that when y'all gets to the other people, Israel's already blameless. So Israel, I already spanked them through the years. They good. Now I'm getting ready to get all you heathens. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. So with that, I am done. If you want to have this message um, in its entirety, please know, go to Spotify and, um, and upload it. It is the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. And like I said, I've been uploading daily lessons and um, you can catch that there and catch all of the Sabbath lessons also. And um, just another recap, uh, we're going to start on the prophets and then in January, we will go through the Bible. Now, I will say this last thing and then we'll sign off. The purpose of having these Cliff Notes sessions is to give you a synopsis of um, different um, stories and um, uh, in the Bible so that you will have the zeal of going and seeking his word for yourself. Now, we're not going to go through each and every topic because we will be here forever. But cliff notes, what, the, what does cliff notes, anybody who went to high school or college, they understand. You're given a big, thick book and they told you you need to read this book to be able to discuss it, you get the cliff notes and it's telling you the main idea of everything so that you, you know, that you'll be in the know. So that's what we're gonna be doing. That's what we've been doing. That's what we will be doing while we go into these books, just for the purpose of you getting your feet wet and being able to walk with Yah, because that's the most important thing. The most important thing is to be fed with Yah's word. Yahusha said he's the living water. If you ever partake of that living water, you will never thirst again. Don't you want to stay hydrated? You don't want to keep staying thirsty. You want to be hydrated. That's the purpose of these lessons. So I hope that this message edified you. And I hope that we can uh, meet again next week and be able to talk more about this. Have a blessed day and enjoy your week.